If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there are a variety of ways to find out. Become Marie's friend on Facebook or follow her on Twitter. Sign up for Marie's free newsletter. Each quarter, she writes an in-depth article and responds to Dear Marie questions. Email Marie if you'd like your question to be answered in an upcoming edition. Also, be sure to check out Marie's website in January. The class schedule for 2011 will be posted along with a complete website makeover. For more information, visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, or call 425-825-5671. Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle, and actually quite a pretty day in Seattle. And for all of you who normally listen to the show um, or are first-time listeners, welcome. We are always happy to hear about the new people that come to the show. I talk about the weather in Seattle so that hopefully you'll look out your window wherever you are, whether it's day or night, and you'll get in your bodies. You'll get grounded, become present, because for this next hour, we're going to talk about awareness and consciousness and evolution and growth and answer fun and interesting questions and learn more about each other. And so we look outside and connect with the earth, this planet that we've decided to live on at this moment in time. And so that's why I talk about Seattle weather. So yeah, it's actually nice. I'm not wearing socks, which is my favorite thing. I hate to wear socks. <laughs> I actually don't like shoes, but um, I mean, I like them. I just don't like to wear them, sort of speak. Right. And I don't have a coat on in the studio, which is also unusual. It's very comfortable today. Yeah. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. So today um, on the show, we are interviewing Diane Goldner. And Diane is an energy healer, a medical intuitive, and the author of the groundbreaking book, How People Heal. She helps people heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually using subtle energy. A formal journalist. This is the interesting part because Diane started out as a skeptic, which is very interesting. What she discovered ultimately set her life in a new direction. She now has a hands-on healing practice in Los Angeles and New York and does long-distance healing with people around the country and internationally. She also teaches energy healing and subtle energy skills. Diane has written for the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, American Health, USA Weekend, Body and Soul. She continues articles on healing for Benefit.com and publishes a free monthly healing e-newsletter. Hi, Diane. Welcome to the show. Hi. It's wonderful to be here. Oh, thank you. You know, I don't interview a lot of energy healers, so actually I think you're my very first one. I'm honored. I'm honored. <laughs> you do a wonderful show. Well, thank you. It's it's. I I know we're going to have a fabulous hour here talking about, of course, you and what you do, and then um, we'll go to the phone lines and answer people's questions. So you were a journalist, which of course made it easier to write a book because you know how to write, which is lovely. Right. Well, yeah. I wasn't, but I wasn't expecting to become a healer. That was the last <laughs> <I> thing. I <laughs> know. So what got you into that skeptic, you know, did you hear about energy healing or, did, you know, what brought it to your life that made you investigate You know you what, I had never it? even heard of such a thing. And I, this is going to sound funny, but I went on a blind date. It was just my, <laughs> my number was up, so to speak. And it was a psychiatrist, and he pulled out this book, and I just thought, oh, my God, this is the kind of book that they 
used to um, put people away. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, to be polite, I took it out of his hands and I looked at it and I thought, oh, my God, what if this was really real? Ah. It was a book on healing and I just was like, I'm going to investigate this. I was very naive at the time about what it meant to investigate this because it's not exactly like investigating a, you know, a, a... murder case or something like that. <laughs> right. And you investigated some of the most famous people in the energy healing world, like Barbara Brenham and Rosalind Bure, you right. know, some of the pioneers in the field of energy medicine, who, of course, still teach, um, but really they opened up the doors for you and I to have exactly. practices exactly. in the world. Yeah, exactly. And so, what, so. so you know, so t- give us a little, you know, you're a great storyteller, by the way. I love it. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so you decided, I'm going to check this out. And luckily, because you have written for some many well-known and established um, uh, companies like, you know, uh, whatever ones I said before the New York Times, that that probably got you in the door to... Right. It did. And I did get a contract, so that made life much easier, too. Ah. And uh, so I spent five years investigating healing. Wow. You know, my background was as an investigative reporter, so I knew how to investigate the hell out of anything. Wow. So I... You know, I spent my time with the top healers who were teaching because I felt that I picked four who somehow were interrelated by their students, if not by each other. And I also looked at the entire scientific record and talked to scientists who were studying healing and consciousness. And um, and I tried everything that everyone told me they could do, thinking this could never work. And then it always did. Wow. So that's... But with step by step. But well, in a five year time period, that's a, I mean, obviously, you, it's like you went to your own university for the healing world. Yes, you I know? had a very intensive training. I had <sighs> no idea, even though the first healer I went to, because I thought, okay, I better see how this works from the inside. So the first healer I went to, we had a few sessions, and she sat me down, and she said, you know, you're going to be a healer. And I was like, you have got to be kidding. I was horrified. (laughs) I was like, I could never do that. (laughs) Oh, that's so so sweet. (laughs) And so after the five years, is that, did you start, you know, implementing healing skills? You know, I'd been doing healings because I was always, there were two things going on. I was always trying to become more balanced myself. And I also was always trying to figure out how it worked and what it would do. And so I was doing exchanges with a lot of healers that I met during that time. But I always thought this was something that would just help me write a more intelligent book. Mm-hmm. And then the book came out, and I was really, you know, intent on going back and getting a new magazine job. And that's just not what happened. People kept asking me for healings. I kept turning them down, saying, no, 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 I'm a journalist. Oh, my gosh. And the first two interviews I went on, the people who interviewed me, the editors who interviewed me, actually broke down. They started telling me what was going on in their personal life. I started <laughs> crying, and I thought, oh, my God, I'm never going to get a job. <laughs> These are healing sessions. And right. finally, I just had to surrender. Oh, that's a beautiful story. Yeah. That is a beautiful story. It was hard. I mean, it sounds easy when I tell it, but it was very difficult when it was going on. Of course, because it's hard to change, right? Yes. You have a fixed, I had a fixed idea of who I was. Ah. I think most of us do. Right. And uh, even though I knew I could do healings and I loved doing it and I thought it wasn't the most wonderful thing in the world, I 
you know, wanted to be a journalist. You know, I think that when there's something in the world that we feel that it, in particular, but it could, it doesn't always have to have these parameters, but that we are are guided to, that our soul is talking to us about, that we're excited about, even if we have no known skill or talent to, you know, that we are aware of, that is part of our life purpose. I just, yeah. Well, I think, it was definitely, definitely. Yeah. Oh, that is calling. so exciting. That's so exciting. So out of your um, five-year stint of interviewing healers around the world, um, is there a story that you liked the most or one that is, you know, coming to your mind at this moment? Oh, that, my gosh. You know what? I, um, there's so many amazing stories. I don't know where to begin. I guess one of the first times that I laid hands on someone who was really sick, because you know, I was working on other healers for a while, mm-hmm. but the first time I laid hands on somebody who was really sick, she uh, was in, she had stage four cancer, and I laid my hands on her, and nothing could have prepared me. I mean, it, because I could literally feel the cancer running right. up and down her bones. Mm-hmm. It was such a, you were just so inside of the other person. There's right. such a sense of union. Right. And um, really knowing what somebody is going through that mm-hmm. words cannot convey. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that was very dramatic for me. I think that um, healers, uh, it, and I don't really talk about that very much because it just seems like it's a normal part of my life. But, yeah. you know, we merge with people all the time and we do know them on such deep, intimate levels. Sometimes more deeply, I'm sure you know this personally, than they are consciously aware of. Absolutely. Themselves. I think that's the, the, the whole gift of the healers, the, the ability to, in their neutral assessment and, and incredible unconditional love for someone, to go so incredibly deep and see the real being and their wounds. And stay with their pain. When yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, welcome to the healing world, although you don't need a, a yeah, welcoming no, for me. A while now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, this is very exciting. This is wonderful. And so I've been looking over some of um, the questions here. So you also help people with fertility challenges. That's, I knew you were going to ask about that. You did that? that. Yeah, I, yeah. I do. And um, it's a wonderful thing because it makes people so happy and... Um, so I, I guess would you like a story? Because I can. I would love okay. one. Yeah. So you know, fertility has. There are a lot of different reasons people have trouble getting pregnant, and the ones that are really interesting sometimes are the ones where there's absolutely no medical explanation. Mm-hmm. Like no. Aren't those yeah. your favorite though? It's, yes. Because you know, they've already been to the doctor, so you know that everything's been checked out. And then, of course, they, that's where people come to, when they see healers. They're there when their doctor tells them there's nothing they can do for them because everything's a disaster. Or um, there's nothing wrong with them, but things still aren't working. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one one young woman came to me, and she was, you know, really young. You wouldn't think that somebody who's maybe, she was maybe 30, would have be having fertility problems. And she'd been, they, she and her husband had been trying for two years, and she really wanted to get pregnant. And... Um, and they could find nothing wrong with her. And we were talking, and then I laid her on the table, and it was really clear to me almost immediately that her husband was the stumbling block. He had a lot of unresolved issues. Wow. And I actually, while I had my hands on her, I also worked on him long mm-hmm. distance mm-hmm. to clear some of his fears. Mm-hmm. And uh, she sent me an email saying, you know, she didn't really think anything had happened, and she went home not expecting much. Anyway... Two weeks, they had a conversation. He said he didn't want to have any 
big medical intervention, even though he wanted to have children, and two weeks later they were pregnant. Yay! So, yeah, it isn't always that easy, but right. I do love that one. It's a because, great story. And, yeah. And that luckily, in a practice, you get those stories that are really quick and fast, and then and then that I think that helps healers have the energy to stay with the stories that are a little bit longer. A lot of them are more complicated. Yeah, so, it's beautiful. Yeah. I worked out with another woman who was um, a single mother. She wanted to be a single mother, or rather she was single and Mm -hmm. she wanted to be a mother. Mm -hmm. And um, when I started working with her, I was like, you know, you have the wrong sperm donor. And she's like, oh, no, this one is perfect for me. And I brought it up again in another healing because I kept getting that information and she was angry. So there was nothing I could say. And wouldn't you know it, she wasn't getting pregnant, she wasn't getting pregnant, and finally she gets a letter in the mail from the sperm bank telling her that the sperm donor she had picked had uh, the genetic, the gene for breast cancer. Oh, my goodness. And that wasn't actually the reason I thought he right. was the wrong donor. Right. I just felt energetically yeah, chemically, he wasn't a match. It wasn't working, which is probably a great thing why she wasn't getting pregnant. Right. Yeah. I mean, he just, he actually, I didn't feel he was intelligent enough for what she was looking for. Mm-hmm. I mean, different people have different parameters, but right. that was very important for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she, as soon as she got this email, of course, she changed donors. She picked a new donor. And they also found she needed a very minor little tweak surgically. And she had that, and she got pregnant immediately. Yay! That's but I knew beautiful. they didn't find that surgical issue until she, she changed, changed right? And I can't wait to continue this conversation on energy because this is really important for people, the layers of information that needs to occur for healings to occur, not just physical healings, but emotional and spiritual ones. But we're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show, and we'll be right back with, with Diane Goldner. Hi. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. The Gary Mance Show, it's the home of mastery and mystery. Starting January 1, the Gary Mance Show moves to its winter home. Look for our Sunday night show on Saturday morning at 11 a.m., directly following Manson Mitchell in the morning. We'll return to Sunday nights in the spring, but find us every Saturday during wintertime from 11 to 1. Sunscreen optional. That's Manson Mitchell in the morning at 10 a.m. Saturdays. Followed by the Gary Mann Show at 11 a.m. Outside the box, outside the norm, inside your radio. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're having a fascinating conversation with Diane Goldner. She is the author of How People Heal. Um, and it's so much fun talking with you, Diane, you know, because we both do the same work. And not everybody always understands all the complexities of energy medicine or what we consider, because I can read your energy, of course, as you're reading mine, that what a joy it is for us, you know, that no matter oh. what. 
Yeah, no, it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. So you were talking, in, and then we'll go to our phone lines because our phone lines, uh, thankfully, are full, which on this show they generally are, <laughs> which is a, a blessing. We're always grateful for that. Um, we were talking about the layer, like in the last story, you were talking about fertility issues with a woman who was going to have a child on her own, and that when intuitives get information, of course, we don't always know. Sometimes we know a huge story behind it. Sometimes we know just little pieces about it, but we know that that piece needs to come before the next piece can come. And so that's what you were getting from this person about changing the sperm donor, even though on a logical linear, you know, level that may make no sense, but on an energetic level, it could mean everything. And it's very important to learn to trust when you hear that information. I'm only the messenger. Right. Right, right. No, so, so I think that's fascinating because people, you know, we tend to live in a logical world and people tend to look at things as factual, but everything's alive with energy. You know, even that man who donated his sperm, his energy is in that sperm. And oh, totally. And maybe her womb wasn't going to really enjoy, apparently it wasn't anyway. It wasn't. You know what, that case made me think that even when you're going to a sperm bank, there is uh, a karmic reason ah. that to... Um, two energies come together. Is this not an accident? Right. Absolutely beautiful. So we're going to go to the phone lines. And who do we have, Eric? Well, we're going to go all the way across the world and check in with Sedina in Ibiza, Spain. Ooh. Hi, Sedina. How are you? Hello, Maria. Hi. Oh, I'm so happy to be able to talk to you. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Um, I would like to know um, if, if my guides have any messages for me and also how many guides I have. Okay, okay. So, Diane, would you like to answer that well, question? Well, I'm, I'm kind of interested. What kind of message are you interested in receiving from your guides? Like just in general, what they kind of think it's important for me right now to know. Well, I, I tend to... Th- when, the way I work with my guides is actually very specific. I usually am very pointed in the question so that when I receive information, I, I, I can um, discern what they're trying to tell me. Right. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? So if I um, was choosing, let's say, I needed to fly somewhere and I needed to choose which um, ticket to get, this actually right. just happened to me, yes, <laughs> so it's yes. just right on the top. Right. So I would be asking for guidance. Now, if mm-hmm. one, um, if I, for some reason, my credit card wasn't going through on one airline's website, that would be guidance. Right, mm-hmm. like, oh, not that one. <laughs> right. I mean, it's really very literal a lot of the time. And other times, if um, I have a more deeper or general question, I might even set it up where if um, I need to know X, or if I'm supposed to do X, I'll see a sign like a red rose or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just wait for that specific sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that that's important in terms of, like, that's how we use guides. Um, but I, I will tell you, um, Sedina, I do see seven guides, which means, you know, it's like a number. It's just a metaphor for yeah. me, right? It means mm-hmm. that having a spiritual practice is really important for you. And and still kind of new for you, you know, it's, and I'm, I'm not saying that you're brand new to spirituality. I, I honestly don't know for sure, but it, it mm. feels like that, that your relationship with spirituality is becoming new for you. So something must be changing about it. I think you're moving towards a trust aspect, like learning mm-hmm. to trust, which is what Diane's talking about, you know, following right. those signs, mm-hmm. whatever they may be and really listening to them. Yeah. Um, but of course, what I feel most from guides all the time is just all this unconditional love they have for us and that they mm-hmm. just wish we would love ourselves 10% of what they love us. <laughs> That's what I primarily, um, 
feel. Okay, and I have actually a bit more concrete question. That is, my husband and I, we are planning a workshop uh, in April on holistic health and healing here on the island. And I would love to know if, if you kind of see that working out well or if my guide sees that it's the right thing to do and it will be working out well for us. It feels very good to me. Mm-hmm, me too. It feels great. Mm-hmm. It feels good. Mm-hmm. And if I might add something, I would suggest that you just keep holding the most beautiful light you can for it and a very strong and high intention for mm-hmm. everybody who is going to come and work with you. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, because um, I think what Diane's pointing out, um, which is gorgeous, is that you have free will. If you want the workshop to be amazing, it will oh, be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> planning on that. Excellent. <laughs> right, right. Okay, great. So I have seven guides, and the main thing is what they want me to learn is trust at the moment. Yeah, yeah. And work with, with well, I'm sure there's a gazillion things, but you know, that's mm-hmm. the one thing I'm picking up on. And that having that spiritual practice. So obviously, if you're teaching holistic workshops, you already have a spiritual practice. Oh, yeah. I'm meditating every day. I'm doing prayers. I'm talking with my angels and guides. But some, sometimes we have to make a shift in that, you know, make it more personal for you. Not that it's outside of you, but that it's mm. inside of you, you know, that you mm-hmm. have all the answers inside of you. There's mm-hmm. a, you're in a universe in itself, multiple universes, actually. So I think that's part of what the spiritual practice is shifting for you. Is, I see. Yeah. Because I'm surprised when you say that, that I, like, I'm new to it. I'm, I'm doing this for years. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Every day. So like, uh, uh, I would also add that sometimes uh, I experience we have to have patience. We go step by step. We have to have a lot of faith and trust and just go with what we feel is right. And we'll just keep getting confirmation step by step by step. It's beautiful. Just beautiful. Thank you so much. Have an amazing day in Spain. I wish I was there right now with you. Have a great workshop. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So who do we have now, Eric? Well, we're going to the other party capital of the world, (laughs) North Seattle, to talk to Nancy right now. Hi, Nancy. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you, ladies? Great. Yeah, great. And what's your question? Well, I've been in and out of a relationship for the past almost 12 years, and recently the gentleman has asked me to marry him. Well, I know, Diane, I, I saw this question because you, you know, Diane's, yeah. you're in, are you in New York or California? I'm in You're in California, L.A. Monica. Yeah, and so she can't see the reader board that I can. <laughs> see, no, she... and, and your voice is a little low. Oh, mine no. is? No. Well, no, the callers. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll do our best to make it. But it's about a relationship. She's been dating someone for a long time, and now he's asked her to marry her. But when I saw this question, I'm like, oh, Diane is going to give the best answer. It's just like really, really. So I'm excited. Well, but what is the question? I want to hear the question before I, I answer. I, I have an idea. But... I'm having doubts. I'm having doubts about his sincerity. And Sorry, it's scaring me. That? It's scaring me because it's in and out for 12 years, almost 12 years. Okay. Yes. Did yeah. you hear that okay? Yeah, okay. I, I did, and I, I, a red flag came up for me when it was 12 years, uh-huh. if it's in and out. And that's what your worry is? Yes. So I, I guess my question would be, why have you stayed in it all that time? Oh, I haven't. It's been off and on for 12 years. But you've years. gone back, so there must be something pulling you back each time. I do love him. Okay. I do love him. But could, I'm could not you live so, with that back and forth? Um, no. <laughs> I want stability, and that's what he's saying this time. Um, you I'm know, not, I'm, I mean, some I'm tigers him, change but, their stripes, but it's um, not typical. 
I guess I would say uh, there are two things you could do here. One is you could go along, and I think one of the aspects of the relationship would be healing this in-and-out aspect and coming into a, a greater groundedness in yourself, stability in yourself, which mm-hmm. would help the relationship. I have many health issues. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I okay. have many health issues. You have many health issues? Yes. Okay. Is that a reason you want to be in the relationship or? No. Um, what are some of your health issues? Um, well, I have heart disease. I'm insulin-dependent diabetic. Uh-huh. I have Graves' disease, and I'm also uh, chronic depressive. And, uh, oh, jeez, <laughs> I can't even think. I've got like 13 different health issues. Okay. So how many years? Uh, we And when? Oh, actually, around then. That's when I was diagnosed yeah. with Graves' disease first. Uh-huh. There you, know, you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's. I would say that your relationship might be taking a toll on your health. Yeah, it, you know you're not telling me anything that I don't actually already. Well, then you need to act on that. Yeah, I think some of what's going on here is that it's hard for you to stand up for yourself and speak up for yourself, and that dynamic has gotten played out in the relationship. He probably does what he wants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And I'm always here for him when, you know, he falls right. down. Right. So um, you want to work on strengthening your boundaries and your ability to stand up for yourself. Thank you. That was gorgeous. See, Thank I you. knew she was going to give you a fabulous answer. That was beautiful. I have to maintain my balance, too. <laughs> oh, and your balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I would start with, I always believe um, the best way to start healing ourselves is to set, set an intention. So you might want to set an intention for um, radiant health or standing up for yourself or something that your heart really longs for. Mm. And you'll be guided in each action you take if you just keep asking, is this in line with my intention? Mm. That's beautiful. That is lovely. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you, Nancy. We wish you the best. Thank you. Yes. So we're going to take another break here on the Remanu Cherry Show. We're having a lot of fun with Diane Goldner, the author of How People Heal, and we'll be right back. The Healing from Within, Supporting a Healthy Brain DVD is now available for purchase. Marie and Dr. Sheila Dunn-Merritt's third DVD covers the human brain in its entirety. They describe the brain as being a universe filled with multi-sensory abilities. Learn why neurotransmitters and serotonin levels can affect your mood. Gain knowledge about what vitamins and minerals are imperative to healthy aging. Exercises and meditations are included. If you haven't picked up your copy of the first two DVDs on detoxification or heart health, they're available online at www.energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. Coming in the new year, Hormone Health, the final DVD in the series. There's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. and visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. 
If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there are a variety of ways to find out. Become Marie's friend on Facebook or follow her on Twitter. Sign up for Marie's free newsletter. Each quarter, she writes an in-depth article and responds to Dear Marie questions. Email Marie if you'd like your question to be answered in an upcoming edition. Also, be sure to check out Marie's website in January. The class schedule for 2011 will be posted along with a complete website makeover. For more information, visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, or call 425-825-5671. Ahead of the talk radio curve, naturally. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle. We're talking with Diane Goldner, the author of How People Heal. She's an energy and healer, intuitive, medical intuitive, all those good, delicious things about healing that I love. And one of my favorite things, Diane, is I was an oncology nurse um, before I um, realized that I'm supposed to do what I do today. And so I actually love cancer. I don't know why uh, I don't, you know, it doesn't, but I absolutely love it. And so about 30% of my clients have serious health issues. And of course, a large percentage of those people um, are cancer patients. And so when I see someone with cancer, I'm just madly in love with them. It's the, oh, I mean, I love beautiful. people no matter what, but there's something about cancer that makes me really happy, um, which uh, of course is is good. I Do you want to imagine. explain? Do you want to explain that further? Yeah, I'm yeah. sure people would be very interested. Yeah, well, I, I guess I don't really understand it completely. I just know that I, I'm in love with cancer. I, I think it's a transformational disease. Mm-hmm. Of course, all disease is. But I saw so many people transform in the hospital, whether they went on to live in their bodies or they left their bodies. It changed entire families and dynamics um, because people had to like fall away from their lives and rebuild their lives differently. Yeah, I've actually had that experience too. I've had some most some of my most elevated healing experiences with people who are um, who had cancer. Oh, oh, that's that's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. But not everyone. Not everyone is up to that level of transformation. But when they are, it's just absolutely astounding. It really is. It's it's beautiful. And so I think that cancer is, it's like drenched with God, as everything is, of course. But it just feels like, oh, let's send this to earth so that human beings can look beyond something that seems challenging and difficult. And and we're moving forward because we're starting to live with cancer. You know, we're not just dying from it or only surviving. We're even living with it, which is phenomenal that people can, regardless of, you know, the challenges of it, they're living through it. So that's fantastic. Yeah. Although I I will say, if if you can... If you can do your transformation before the cancer, that's also great. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, of course, illness in the body is your body, your being talking to you and waking you up and going, hey, could you look at this, please? <laughs> yeah. It not gets louder and louder. Yeah, it gets louder and louder. That voice gets louder and louder. That's great. So why don't we go ahead and go back to the phone lines, Eric? Let's do it. And I, I do want to let some uh, people out there know that are wondering what the phone numbers are, uh, that they can call in today at 425-373-5527 or toll free at 877-825-8828. That's 877 And now let's talk to you, Pam in Spokane. Hi, Pam. How are you? Hi. My phone just blanked out. Is this Marie (laughs) and Diane? Yes. Hi. Um, I have the intention of transformation, and my body is talking to me, and I'm so happy you're both on this call today. Woohoo! on my lucky day. 
I've got a swelling in my right groin, uh, an old problem that I think was a hernia, Mm -hmm. and energetically I felt like it was tied to my old programming that life is hard, like struggle hard. And now there's like a swelling above that, and I'm wondering if you guys are picking up anything on what my body's talking to me about, and at the same time I'm needing to get out and work and earn a living, and I want a whole new direction aligned with my heart, and I'm sort of scared to even take us. So I, I, I guess two things come to my mind here. W- one is um, survival issues. Yeah. Uh, and that would be in that first chakra area. But the other thing that comes to mind is how is your emotional flow? Mm-hmm. I have a lot of fear, and I get really frozen. Because I'm wondering if that, um, you might want to go to a doctor and just see what that swelling is. Yeah, I think it's a hernia. I do. Mm -hmm. And the one above it, too? Well, it could be that, you know, the hernia is creating inflammation that's causing, you know, other things to move around or be uncomfortable. I mean, because I only see one hernia, so I don't think that's a second hernia. Um, But, yeah, I would definitely go to the doctor. Absolutely. Have an ultrasound done or whatever it is that they are recommending for you to do. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And any um, insight around work for me? And uh, I think um, I think that issue about the emotions uh, would be really important to address because where you're having the bulge is close to the second chakra, which have, is about the emotional response center. And it, for me, it's also where passion and joy lie, and where we're going to choose careers or live happily in our life, we need to be able to get to our emotions. And when you're frozen about them, which that's great that you recognize that that's consciousness, right? That's awareness. And then what we choose to do following our awareness is where the path leads us is, you know, depends on how the path moves is based on the choices we make from the awareness that we have. What would you like to do? Something that's happy and nurturing and enjoyable. Like? I'm not sure. You don't have any thoughts? No. It's mm-hmm. kind of like I. it's more the energy of the people and the setting and, you know, beauty and nurturing and laughter. and. So here's something you could do that might help you uh, get more clarity. Very simple exercise but very powerful. You can just imagine your work situation or your career, however you want to define it, as a sphere of light. And you can just keep adding light to that and an intention for clarity and all the uh, essences that you would like to experience in work, you know, whether it's joy or harmony, and just keep um, energizing that sphere which symbolizes your work. And that will help to bring it into the manifest in that, a very high form. Sounds gorgeous. Okay. Yeah, that sounds beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. And do you have any sense of whether I can heal this hernia situation energetically? Mm, I think it needs intervention. I do. Sorry. Too. Yeah. I do too. <laughs> yeah, I think, and and luckily most of that they do um, with you know with a scope. Yeah. Know, a lot of that. So I wouldn't be afraid to get that uh, fixed. Yeah. No. And and it's been around for a little while. I think it comes yeah. and goes and goes. It's time, you know, because you know they create more damage if. Yeah. They don't, if they're not mended. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and I think that what Diane said about the support, that that's adding support to you because hernia is like there's no supporting line, you know, in the in the body. The organs aren't able to be held in. You know, something's ripped through tissues and connective tissue. And so that could actually help strengthen your root chakra if you if you energetically or even surgically, of course, add some support in, which would be cortex. They're going to put cortex in there, actually. <laughs> um, I'm interested. Why, why haven't you gone in? gotten it fixed what, what's holding you back well i always i i tend to shy away from western medicine and i want to believe in more energetic healing more spiritually emotional energetic but um so i just avoid things and then just you know financially too but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i i got the financial part um i think um marie would probably agree with me here that there's a place for everything. Absolutely. The Western and the uh, energy. Absolutely. That's why we get pap smears regularly, go to the dentist, have regular checkups. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we're sending you tons of love and light. And oh, thank you, great you so day. much. I appreciate it. And, and don't worry about the money. Just take care of yourself. I agree. It's like once they put that Gore-Tex in there, I think she, even her finances are going to make a shift. Yeah. Yeah. I wow. agree. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Have a great day. All right, let's talk to Marjorie in Seattle now. Hi, Marjorie. How are you? I'm I'm good. Hi, Marie. Hi, Diane. Hi. Great to be able to talk to you today. Hey, I have a thyroid that's speaking very loudly to me, and it has my attention, but I don't know what to do about it. It's enlarged, and, um, you know, I've, I've thought about acupuncture. I've thought about all sorts of different things, and I keep wondering if I'm doing something wrong or if there is anything I can do to help this poor little distressed organ. Well, um, the thyroid usually has to do with um, whether we're expressing ourselves the way we want to Mm -hmm. and um, speaking up or speaking up too much. Does that resonate for you? Speaking up, yeah, I have a hard time doing that. Mm-hmm. And creative manifestation, like are you manifesting what you want in your life? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Marjorie, you're really, really powerful. And you keep putting yourself in these smaller boxes. You know, just like how Diane didn't know that she was a healer, and I certainly had no clue that I was either. Um, it's th- You keep putting yourself in this really tight, you know, tight container. Um, and, and you don't, in my mind, you haven't yet even looked outside, like, am I more than this container? You're just worried about being accepted and, and you know, you're kind of worried about yourself in terms of, are people going to be in my life? Am I okay? Do they like me? That's, that's the information I'm getting. And the thyroid gland, um, of course, governed by the fifth chakra, as Diane was talking about. I always see that area of the body as the highest personal power area because we express mostly through our voice, And we speak our truth, hopefully, through our voice. And when people speak their truth, I always see energy feeding the thyroid gland and the mouth and the teeth and the gums and the cervical vertebrae. And um, you're so much more powerful than you realize. And so I think your thyroid's trying to show you how big you are by it's getting bigger. (laughs) I would agree with this. It's a smart organ. I have been um, trying to shift my life, um, especially my my work. Um, I did not like what I was doing. So um, then I became unemployed, and I've been concentrating on getting a nutrition certification. And I'm just worried that 
that'll be productive. I mean, I'm very passionate about it, but will I be able to make money? I guess that's, I just keep worrying about it because, unfortunately, I keep listening to people that tell me that there's, you know, not a lot of money in that. And what, so what, I only heard part yeah. of, yeah, go ahead. So, go. so what was it that you were um, interested in? We didn't hear that. Um, nutrition. Yeah. I'm, I'm oh, working nutrition. on getting a nutrition certification. Nutrition. Well, first of all, I would not listen to people around you and, unless they're going to celebrate you and jump up and down for you joyfully because um, you're powerful. So that means you're going to actually know more than currently some of the people you've attracted in your life. Okay. And it's always very important to follow your inner guidance. You don't really always know exactly where it's going to take you. Exactly. And, and but if that's your heart's desire, I, I wouldn't hesitate to go forward. Okay. Beautiful. That's exciting and really healthy, too. And it will probably help your uh, thyroid. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree. And and starting to recognize that you are powerful, um, then your thyroid might just stop doing whatever it's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be great. So Can, do you have ahead. any recommendations then except it, other than just working on my, my power issues? I mean, should I do acupuncture or any... Um, yeah. Any sort of medical intervention? I think acupuncture would work well for you. Um, It might be great to just do the mantra, I am, because I am means God. Mm -hmm. And to say, I am, I am, I am powerful um, out loud, like for a minute a day, could really change things for you energetically. Make that part of my mirror work. Especially if you, when you breathe in the I am and breathe Mm -hmm. out the powerful. Mm, That's delicious. Say that again. Breathe in the I am. And breathe out the powerful. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's The powerful great. is what you, the breathing out goes into manifestation. Oh, okay. cool. Yeah, thank Excellent. you. Thank you yeah. so much. And you can see how her, that, that's always an indicator. You know, healers, we, we're paying attention to the energy of everything that's happening. We can see when exercises are really going to work for people. Yeah, that's going to be great. Good. But, but I would also add that acupuncture will help and any energy work will help you with your power issues. Okay. Mm. Lovely. Thank you, Marjorie. Thank you so much. All right. So who do we have now? We've got uh, Maria on the line right now calling from Seattle. Hi, Maria. How are you? Oh, hi. Hi. Thank you. There's there a little uh, lag in time. Um, thanks. Hey, I'm um, in the middle of a divorce, uh, at the end of a divorce, and I'm currently in a, a big house with my daughter, and I'm just you know, kind of coming across realtors and whatnot who hopefully it won't be a problem for me to sell my house and, and find something new. I just didn't know if there was any blocks that would prevent me from, you know, getting into a space that's just a lot more comfortable than, than the energy that's in my house now. So um, what I'm really tuning into is that you, you're experiencing a lot of heartbreak over the divorce still. You know, I'm not going to say it's heartbreak. It actually is really, really good. It's negative energy that's just kind of in the house and not a connection for me in that in that house. I am just needing to, um, yeah, I'm just really looking forward to finding a new place. And I, I agree with you, Diane. Um, I've, I've, you know, sometimes, because I've been divorced, so and, and it was actually a really, really happy thing for me, mm-hmm. but I felt the heartache through another relationship you know, shortly after I got divorced, you know, just incredible heartache that I experienced for a few years, I would say. And so s- sometimes when we're getting free from a relationship, um, 
th- that's beautiful. That's what you're feeling is the, you know, the kind of the manic or, you know, high energy. Relief. Yeah, the release. <laughs> Perfect. But the, I agree with her. There's a lot of pain regarding it. You know, old dreams not coming to, to vision. Of, and, and the house represents uh, everything that wasn't the way you would like it to have been. Hmm. And it's not that you necessarily want to be in the marriage. It sounds like it's really beneficial that you're receiving a divorce. But uh, there can still be a lot of pain from things not going the way you want or not making the connection you wanted with your partner. Mm-hmm. Right. And even some leftover childhood stuff, because if we don't resolve that, we tend to re, you know, reduplicate that in our marriages or other relationships. So I think there is a fair amount of grief underneath. And just sitting with yourself and asking that question w- would help okay. it come to the surface. Yeah, yeah. And and then things can flow with everything else without that release manic type energy. So um, I have some questions that might help you in terms of uh, clearing both the house and your heart. One is you can actually just imagine a flame in the center of your chest, the divine heart, and just imagine that light in your heart whenever you're either worried about the house or just not feeling as happy as you want to be feeling, and it will help. And the other thing I would recommend is just imagine your house filled with radiant light. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, that's gorgeous. And that will make it easier. I have a few clients who call me their real estate dealers. (laughs) 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 That will actually make it easier to sell because people will be attracted to the to. People are attracted to light. Yeah, that's right? beautiful. That's just, that's a great idea. And it will help you release the house, too. Okay. Okay. That, that's a great idea. Yeah. Thank you, okay, Maria. I appreciate that. Thank you. Have a great day. All right. So now who do we have, Eric? Well, we're going to go from Maria to Marie in New Jersey to talk to Marie. Great. <laughs> Hi, Marie. How are you? Hi. Hi. I'm finding you. Oh, yeah, we're great. How yeah, we're great. So what can we do for you? Oh, I was just calling, and a friend of mine had given me um, your number, and I just said, let me just call in. Um, I have, you know, I have a business, and it's sort of quiet, and I'm trying to make some decisions on what I should be doing with it. What are you thinking of doing? Um, well, I really want to hold on to it, and but I need to... Um, get it moving in the upward direction to be able to um, prosper and bring more business into the center. Are, are you doing what you really want to be doing? That would be my question, yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. I, um, when, you know, I'm with people, I, I really enjoy doing um, what I'm doing, um, the satisfaction and change in people. Um, it really brings me to a point of really, you know, getting satisfaction out of it. it, I don't mean to speak for Diane. I'll be interested no, to hear what you, have to, <laughs> what you have to say. But, you know, I do what I love because it is so much fun. The fact that people get well or change their lives or when that happens, that's just like icing on the cake for me. But I don't do it, what I do to help people get better or transform their lives. I do it because it's just flipping fun. 
Um, and so the, I think the, that that's how you need to look at your career, what you're choosing is how much fun is it for you personally, not the satisfaction you get with helping another person. I mean, that is lovely and that's kind, but you're here for your own evolution, your own spirit. Mm-hmm. And it's very important that whatever you do in the world, it feeds you joyfully first and foremost. And everything else that happens is ice cream and chocolate sauce and, and marshmallows. Mm-hmm. I get that. I do, and um, I believe I enjoy what I'm doing. Yeah. You look Um, exhausted to me. You look drained and exhausted. Okay, I'm sorry, Diane. What did you want to say? No, I would agree that there's some way in which you're not feeling uplifted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, sometimes when messages come across, they're there for you to open up to them, to question, is that true? Could that potentially be true? What would that mean to me? So that you can allow your um, defense mechanisms to step back, take a few Uh steps back, and allow information to come through that perhaps you weren't, like, you know, how Diane um, had to finally not try so hard to be a journalist (laughs) and and had to go, oh, my God, I guess I'm going to work in this healing world. (laughs) It's like that. It's... We have these preconceived ideas of who we are or or what we're supposed to do in the world. And even though we have billions of people on this planet and most people are unhappy and and regardless where they live or what they do, that still is their responsibility. Everyone's responsible for their own health and wellness and love Uh and wealth and all of that. And if you you work in the world where you get to, you know, if you decide to, to work for people to help them in that way, if it brings you joy and energizes you. That, that's the key. You know, I'm sure um, Diane, when she is helping with people healing, she's energized by it. Totally. That's a but, sign. But I do understand the, the fear of, um, you know, maybe looking at things, stepping back and, and taking a deeper look. But, you know, one of the I, – I, I've, I've given similar advice a few times in uh-huh. this hour, but – uh, one way to sidestep our mental body is to work directly with light. So you could just keep adding light to your mm. business. Just imagine it as a sphere of light. It sounds mm. so simple. You think, how could this work? But it's very powerful, and you could just keep adding light to it for whatever it is you want, fulfillment, abundance. And I think um, as you add light, you'll start to receive guidance. I love that exercise, by the way. Yeah, it's so easy. And then so it, it's easy. So and well, then, I just, you know, I took a step back um, since we've had such bad weather and um, the center's been cold and everything to just, <clears throat> excuse me, sit back and re- reflect and see, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And it's not about supposed to. Is this joyful? Is this fun? Am I fed? emotionally, spiritually, energetically, mentally, by what I'm doing in the world. What I'm getting is you don't have any other idea of what you would want to do. Well, I did, you know, I did one thing for like um, 25 years, and I did that, and along the way, it kept leading me in the path that I am in now, where I was very um, energetic, excited, went to school, you know, got out of school and did a number of um, studies afterwards, and it was like something that I was really charged up about doing. Yeah, and I feel mm-hmm. that I am. Um, right now, I'm not sure. Um, 
No, I'm not excited. I have to yeah. say that. Oh, you've been using the past tense in all your languages. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And you know, things change. Things change, and that's okay. You know, change is not an option when we're evolving. It's mm-hmm. a requirement. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I think you're going to have fun um, sending beautiful light to your career and uh, setting a positive intention, and I, I'm, I'm sure that things will unravel perfectly. Well, thank you. That's what I'm doing now, trying to um, really uh, stay positive in the present moment and bring more light and more energy into myself and energy into my center. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, and have a great day in New Jersey. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. So... We we have one, we could go to one more call. Yeah, but we've got to be quick as we talk to Janet in Seattle. Okay, hi Janet, how are you? Hi um, Marie and Diane, I'm enjoying your show so much. Great, thank you. Yeah, I just um, I've really related to so much of it. Diane, you shared about your struggle resistance against this, and I can just completely uh, identify with that. I've spoken with Marie before about having uh, foreknowings about events, and uh, Marie, when you were talking about cancer patients, I, I was very fortunately able to heal of uh, cancer. Oh, I love that. Oh, and what you said about drenched with God, I just, and transformation, I can so relate, because I did have a dream that uh, my ship had sunk and that I was in this dinghy and there was this great being of light with me and that um, my thing to do was to surrender. And I, I just feel like I've come out on the other side where, you know, my 2011 is to struggle less and to not be as hurtable. And um, I don't know, I just feel in a really happy place. Um, Marie, one time you told me I was stubborn, and I, I didn't want to hear that at all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it was true. It was so true. I'm really moved by what you're saying because it surrenders both the most difficult thing in the world sometimes oh. and the most powerful thing we could ever do. Yeah. Oh. oh, my gosh. Congratulations. Wow. What a wonderful thing for you to say. Thank you so much. Well, I just feel like jumping up and down because I do feel so happy and so excited and and also so grounded like I haven't felt. But I'm wondering if either of you get something as far as what's mine to do now that I am not struggling so much. Is there something more for me to do with this um for my life. I th- well, go ahead, Diane. Well, I'm, 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 I mean, I just think have you a few seconds have the too. Yeah. Ah, she said you already have the answer. Mm, and I would keep jumping up and down right now because <laughs> I think that's what your body needs is release and freedom and joy. And I'm so sorry, Janet. That's all we have time for for our callers. Um, I want to thank you so much for calling and wish you a wonderful day and congratulations on your healing. You can reach Diane and her office. Is, is that okay if I give this number sure, out, Diane? absolutely. 310-264-1924. And your website. What is your website, Diane? It's uh, How People Heal, which is the name of the book, dot net. Lovely. You are a joy and a pleasure. I'm looking forward to having you on the show again. Oh, I would be delighted. Yes. I've had a great time. Thank it's been you. wonderful oh, with everyone. Thank you so much, and have a wonderful day, everyone. And thank you again, Diane. Joyful blessings until next week. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.